Hey everyone, this is Leticia from Paris and you're listening to Powerful Podcasting Stories, the show that reveals how podcasters, creators and editors around the world do it behind the scenes, behind the microphone. I challenged myself to get at least 100 episodes in 10 days. Are you curious enough to know if I succeeded or not? Well, you have to keep listening. Today we're talking about editing with a podcaster who is usually off mic and in the dark, editing the episodes we end up listening. What's their process of making them complete? Let's listen to our guest's powerful story. Hello, my name is Nick Thompson. I'm one of the co-founders of Ant Podcast Management and I'm based in Manchester in the UK. Are you the host and editor of your own show, or do you simply edit someone else's show? For many years, I was the host, scriptwriter, the producer, editor of my own podcast, along with my wife, Amy. And the podcast was called What the Foe Travel Podcast. And as the name would suggest, that was a podcast all about traveling the world, which we did. We took the podcast all over the world, interviewing interesting people, working with tourist boards, working with tour companies. It was fantastic. Now we don't travel as much. And what we do most of the time is we are editors and producers for our clients. So we offer a freelance editing producing service. So anyone or any business can bring us in as part of the team and we'll help them create some podcast magic. Do you have a background in sound design, journalism, content editing? Like, what's your background? And what got you into podcasting? I first got into podcasting uh, by being a fan. I used to have a normal boring job in sales and it involved me driving all over the country. So I was in my car for many, many hours and podcasts were the perfect thing to keep me entertained on long journeys. Now, I mentioned previously that I made a podcast with my wife, Amy. Now, it was her who has the radio slash audio background. She worked as a producer for the BBC. And while I was on these long car journeys, I realized there's not really any travel podcasts out there that I enjoyed. So me and Amy, we put our heads together and we started our own podcast. So that's how it all began. On what software do you edit the podcasts? Is it effective and fast enough for you? I edit using Adobe Audition and I love it. I'm on it all day, every day. It's such a clever bit of kit, a bit of software. It does so much. I've been using it for years and years and years now and still discovering new things that it can do. And yeah, it is absolutely effective and fast enough for me. I think it's brilliant. What kind of podcast formats do you edit most? How long are they? How many guests? How much sound design is involved? Most of the stuff I edit would be your more standard interview-style podcasts, but it does involve having a, you know, mixing together an intro and an outro, maybe an ad, put some music behind them. But what I really enjoy is the more documentary-style podcasts, and we have worked on a few projects where... It could be, you know, a 30, 40 minute documentary podcast, but there are so many different elements put together, so many different speakers, guests, sound effects, music. 
and I really, really enjoy, like I said before, this this challenge. I love creating noises. I just I love creating, yeah, sounds and creating a story where you know it sounds fantastic, but because it's a podcast, because it's an audio podcast, you can't see it. And I think this is magic because you can create this story, whether it's fact or fiction. You know, you can create this story with music and sound effects, and because people can't see it with their eyes. What they're imagining, in you know, in their head, is, in my opinion, way better than what it would be in real life if they could see it. And I think that's the magic of audio. What is the most challenging episode you edited, and why? Tell us what happened. It's a big challenge working on a project with multiple people. Maybe you know a collaboration between different companies. You've got a couple of different companies. You've got the client because there are lots of different opinions, lots of expertise, which is a fantastic thing. Um, but it, it's a challenge to come up with a final piece of work that everyone is happy with. But that, that can be a fun challenge, and it brings out the best in everyone. From a pure editing point of view, what I would say is it can be difficult when you've got, let's say, an hour, hour and a half interview. And your task is to edit it and reduce the size of this hour and a half, so maybe 90 minutes. Reduce it to 30 minutes. That's difficult from an editing point of view to make those 30 final minutes flow nicely, and so it doesn't sound like it's been edited. It doesn't sound like a big chunk of the conversation has been cut out. It needs to go seamlessly from one topic to the next. That is very challenging good fun a good challenge and i always think that really good editing results in the listener enjoying the show getting lost in the show and the listener doesn't even know that the editor was there it's that seamless take us briefly through what you as an editor receive to what you deliver like an exported complete interview tell us more about your whole editing process so I could start an editing job with several different audio tracks, different channels. So let's say there's four people. There's there's one host of the podcast and there's three guests. I'll receive these four audio channels, all individual. That helps with the editor. It helps the editing process. You've got more freedom. You can move people around to make it fit better and stop people talking over each other. And for example, if one person sounds really echoey, you'd give them a strong de-reverb sound effect to lower their echo but the other people don't need that so when they're all mixed together as one channel it's hard to edit one person without editing all the others at the same time well almost impossible so i have the individual channels go through it line them all up make sure they're all in time go through it all listen to the junctions listen from you know when one person speaks to when another person speaks when there's someone not talking for an extended period of time cut out their audio channel altogether so you don't get any of their background noise or you know they might be moving around and they might bang the mic they might cough just cut them out completely if they're not talking cut them out so really at any one time you're only really listening to one person although four people are recording all at the same time really unless they need to be talking over each other for effect and that's nat- sometimes you know naturally how a conversation goes really most of the time you're only listening to that one person 
So make sure they all line up nicely, cut out bits that are not needed. What I'll also do is go into those individual files and do effects on them, like I mentioned before, about someone might need their echo reducing. Someone might need background noise taken out. And then with Adobe Audition, there's lots of clever tools to take out background noise, minimize echo, minimize the essing sound, the sibilance. So I go into all the individual tracks, listening first, and I think, what do they need? Do they need echo reducing? Do they need sibilance reducing? Do they need their volume levels correcting? So I go into them all individually. And it's only really of experience when you listen to someone and you think, yep, they need this, this, and this. So once all four tracks have had the sound effects, you know, special effects done to them, line them all up. Then what I do is I mix it all down into one audio file. And then I listen from start to finish. And I take out any mistakes, take out filler words like um, take out bits that are not relevant to the story there might be some internet interference some clicks some unwanted breaths really go through the whole thing that's the that's the kind of top service we offer some clients say they don't need us to go through the whole thing with a fine tooth comb but 99% of the time that's what we do and that's what we then once I've gone through the whole thing what I then do is add an intro and an outro maybe some music or an advert needs to go in the middle and then finally mix the whole thing down and make sure it fits into the the volume and and level parameters that we set for for all of our work which is it's it's a podcast standard level and that's it it's ready to go upload it as an mp3 file to the podcast host website and you're good to go If you're not the host, do you, as an editor, have the right to remove content from the interview? When? When can you remove content? So being the host, this one's easy. So when I edited my own podcast, of course, you know, I have permission. (laughs) I have complete control as to what I cut and what I don't cut. And what I would do is I would want to leave in anything that makes me or the guest sound good take out anything that makes us not sound good so for example if i'm interviewing or if i'm listening to a podcast where anyone is interviewing an expert in a particular field if the interviewer asks the interviewee a question and it's a question they really should know (laughs) if they're thinking and they're hesitating and they're stumbling i'd cut that out because by cutting that out it means that as far as the listeners are aware they go straight into answering the question confidently. So I see my job as the editor is to make the people I'm editing sound good. <laughs> sound good and clear. It's obvious to take out mistakes. That's easy. When we're editing for a client, they will often say, you know, I give you permission to cut what you think is not relevant or what you think sounds bad. If they don't give that permission, then we'll just cut out the obvious mistakes erms filler words because of course we don't want to cut something out which we might not think is relevant but actually what they're saying is relevant so it is different for every job but it's speaking to your client before you start a job get the brief what are they happy for you to cut what are they not happy for you to cut most of the time the host says look you guys as the editors you're the experts in this field 
I trust you. You do what you think is best to give the listener the best experience. And finally, share with us some of the tips and tricks that top podcast editors use to make audio sparkle. It's all about using the effects on well, your editing software, in my case, Adobe Audition. And it would be impossible to go through them all now, uh, explaining just, just by my voice. That's something that you learn by years of using it. There's loads of YouTube videos out there to help you use Adobe Audition. But really, what I would say is a big trick is making sure that the conversation sounds natural. Some people get too obsessed as an editor by cutting all the ums and filler words. And sometimes they're a natural part of conversation. Sometimes it's, it's better to leave in an um if you're trying to take it out, but it makes the person sound very unnatural or like they, you know, or take out a breath where suddenly the person speaking, they might sound out of breath. And then suddenly the next second, they sound fine again. And you're thinking, should they have taken a breath then? Like, how can how can this person live without breathing? <laughs> Trying to keep it natural. And like I said in a previous answer, you don't want the listener to think, ah, someone's edited that. Thank you so much for being an inspiring guest on my show. And thank you for sharing your process, challenges, tips and tricks with us. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure. I could talk about podcasting all day, every day. I love it. And that's how, you know, that's what's great. I've turned my hobby of podcasting into my job. And I love it. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. To know more about your guest, you can find all the links in the description below, including a special link. If you're a podcaster and would like to participate as a guest, go ahead and be my guest. This challenge was recorded asynchronously on Rumble Studio. If you too want to create podcasts at scale, try it for free. Well, With this episode, I'm 1% closer to my goal. But have I reached 100? See you in the next episode.